Hi, everyone. Welcome to our brand new podcast. This is the first episode, and I guess for now, I'm just going to call it the Ocean Lovers Podcast <laughs> because that's really the only thing I could think of, and that's what the account's under. So I like it's it. It's either going to be, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking, okay, maybe we'll just stick with it unless we really think of something else. But I know. Um, I, was my like, name is... I was thinking we could toss around ideas and stuff because. Yeah. I don't you know. do something on the Instagram or something yes, like that. Yes, definitely. But I yeah. do like Ocean Lovers. It, it yeah. encompasses it all. Yeah, I feel like people finding it, it's pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> yeah. simplified. I like it. Yeah. So my name is Kirsty. Um, if you guys don't already know. Um, but I created this podcast because I want to be able to talk about marine life and our ocean and connect with others that are thinking about becoming a marine biologist or in that field in general, or people that just simply love learning or hearing about this type of topics. Um, and I have Erica Page here. Hello. I'm so excited. Me too. I'm so excited that we're doing this. <laughs> I know. Well, it's funny because it is a little scary, I guess, starting out it a really podcast is. because, I mean, I don't know. It's really, it's kind of out there. Like mm-hmm. some people don't even know what podcasts are yet. And so yeah. it's funny to just sit and record ourselves talking but podcasts are like the next totally big thing so it's like why not jump on it's awesome yeah I've always loved yeah like I've always loved radio and stuff like that so I figured Mm -hmm. it's just a cool way to be able to talk to a lot more people than just one-on-one right I like it too because I mean obviously YouTube is like a really big Mm. thing but I like this because then you can just sit here And no matter where you are, you can just sit down and you can just start talking. And there's like no pressure to, oh, I have to look a certain way in front of the camera to like, because when I did YouTube, well, I attempted to do YouTube. I mean, I still have my channel up, but it's like, you really do have to plan out. Okay. You have to make sure you look decent. You have to make Mm -hmm. sure that you, you know, you're sitting there and you're trying to film something and And the the whole thing. The lighting is good and all that. Exactly. And with this way, I like it because there's times where I'll, I notice that I'll talk to like my husband or Mm -hmm. just friends. And I notice like, I can just go, go, go and Mm -hmm. talk about stuff. And I never once would have considered a podcast probably until you asked me like a couple months ago and it never crossed my mind oh my gosh you're so a natural for it like I feel like you were meant to do a podcast (laughs) oh thank you I love hearing you talk (laughs) yeah it's just not something I thought about until you brought it up and then it was like okay well you know um I listened to the whale nerds podcast Mm -hmm. and you mentioned that you listened to them too and theirs is really cool. I love the way they do it mm-hmm. to where they're constantly talking, talking, talking. And, you know, they're all really good friends. So it it's, comes natural. Like they don't have to like script it or, mm-hmm. you know. So that was like, okay, if I were to start one, that's exactly how I want, would want to do it. Yeah, the same and, style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm so excited. Yes, me too. And I, oh my gosh, I listen to so many different podcasts. Like Mm -hmm. it's how I spend all my free time because I have these long commutes and then just during my downtime, it just feels like I'm constantly hanging out with like my best friends. And it sounds so silly, but if I could be that for somebody, that would be amazing. And yeah, I love that so much if people just enjoyed listening to us. Listening chat. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and to cool. where they, they don't have to feel scared to be like, oh, if I contact this person, they're never gonna, you know, where you kind of reach out to people that 
there's a good chance they're not going to respond to you or you think that you can't reach out to those people like you think it's impossible but what's really cool is like we're normal people totally (laughs) we have have social media to where people can reach out to us Mm -hmm. if they really want to know more about the podcast or about us individually and more about the field so I find that really cool too to where the community is it can be pretty big but at the same time I feel like people that do podcasts they're kind of more open and more connected to people that are actually listening to it. Yeah, I think they, from what they I've want noticed. to be contacted by people that listen, right. I think. I think yeah. that's so rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, but we should tell how, I mean, how we even met. Yes. Okay, do you want to tell it? <laughs> well, sure. I mean, I was working in Monterey Bay on Sanctuary Cruises uh, Whale Watch Company. And I got a message from Kirsty out of the blue, I think, right? Um, yeah. Just, I guess you must have found my page. I'm not really I sure. Did. I don't even know how. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe I because I hashtag moderators. Yeah, I think I was just looking on Instagram of like people in that area because mm-hmm. I'm constantly following people that are going whale watching or that live in Monterey or um, people that work on the whale watching boats like Slater and mm-hmm. and Eric and um, Caitlin and so many more people out there. And I think I just randomly came across your page and I was like, oh, her stuff looks pretty cool. Let me contact her. Yeah. And I'm, I'm one of those people to where like, I don't really hold back when contacting people through Instagram and if they don't respond, oh, well, mm-hmm. but it was really nice. I was like, I remember telling my husband, well, I think at that time he was my fiance. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling him like, oh my gosh, she messaged me back. Oh my gosh, I'm talking to a marine biologist. I'm so <laughs> excited. You have no idea. That is so was- <laughs> funny because yeah, it's, I feel the same way about other people. For example, mm-hmm. um, Kristen Campbell and Chelsea Mayer work at uh, Newport Landing. Well, Newport yeah. Landing, Davies Locker, blah, blah, blah. Um, Newport Coastal Adventures. It's a whole, um, comp- whole bunch of companies kind of uh under one roof sort of deal mm-hmm. but anyway so I've been following them on Instagram for years I'm obsessed yeah. with their photography they and Delaney and um Adam and just so many yeah. incredible whale photographers mm-hmm. but when I came down here and started working at Newport Landing and met all of these people that I'd been following on Instagram for so long I fangirled it was embarrassing (laughs) like I think I turned red because I was like these are my like girl crushes you know right through Instagram and so I know what you mean and it's hilarious to hear that you kind of thought that way because I totally (laughs) feel that way about other people so it's it's so interesting but yeah I and then of course I was like oh my gosh yes you're like my age you're Mm-hmm. Um, like in the area you're interested in whales like we would totally be friends so I was like yeah. of course like come out um <laughs> so yeah I got you on a whale watch I don't remember yep. how many like how long in advance we'd been communicating do you know I don't you know I want to say maybe a month or two oh, probably okay. at the most yeah I, yeah I think I came out pretty quickly I think it just so happens that um Chase Decker was planning those photography workshops and I was like that's perfect I want to go on there Mm -hmm. so I think that's kind of how like the timing was just perfect yes what do you remember what we ended up seeing that day um oh my gosh okay so I think my first trip that I did the photography workshop I want to say oh my gosh I want to say we saw orcas that day out (gasps) by the canyon oh my gosh I, I'm pretty sure. If it wasn't the first time, then it was definitely the second time. Oh, that yeah. So saw, lucky. Yeah. What and month was that in? That, what? June? Did you say it was in June? 
Um, April. Oh, okay. That's it's like April. the I want time. Yeah. And I want to say it was in, yeah, I want to say it was in April. I think we saw, when we went out, I believe that there was a couple humpbacks in the harbor. And then we were, yeah, because we left pretty early in the morning. And then we left out and, um, oh gosh, I think we were out there for a while because I think there was quite a few humpbacks breaching because I remember I thought a really (laughs) cool photo. Yeah, it was, um, and it was pretty, I wouldn't say it was foggy, but it was overcast because it was just so early in the morning. It usually is. (laughs) So we were like the only ones out there. I remember like there wasn't any, uh, boats out yet. So that was another cool thing about being out there so early with that photography workshop is that we didn't have to worry about any of the other whale watch boats, like kind of crowding the area, so to speak. Sounds so dreamy. So that was really nice. And the water was really calm that day. And then I want to say after like two hours or so, I think we drove out by the Canyon area. Mm -hmm. And I think on the way out there, I believe we saw some Rizzo's, which that was my first time seeing Rizzo. I love them so much. I know they're so pretty. I love them. I haven't seen Casper yet, which I'm sure we'll talk about that. Oh yes. I got to see Casper. um, Like the last couple of months that I lived up there. um, (sighs) I saw Casper twice on two different occasions. It was so incredible. It's honestly one of the coolest things I think I've seen out there on a boat because it's so rare and he's just gorgeous. Oh my gosh. And for those that don't know, it's, um, he's in a, basically an albino, um, uh, Rizzo dolphin, right? Yeah. So they don't know if yeah. it's, um, I, I guess there's, it's really hard to tell if it's actually al- mm-hmm. albino, albino yeah. because you have to do genetic testing to know. So they right. say it's leucistic. I think it's pronounced. Oh yeah. Right. right. I, think um, I, I think I heard Eric talking about that. Yeah. And it's just like a loss of pigmentation. So mm-hmm. he's like pure ghostly white. He's beautiful. Yeah. Oh Especially, my I, I was so him. lucky. I got a photo of him surfacing right next to um, <gasps> a normal colored uh, Rizzo. And so you just the contrast tell. was yeah. so cool. Oh, that is so cool. I know um, I on the Whale Nerds podcast, Eric and Caitlin, they're constantly like going back and forth. And he's like, oh, I saw him twice this week. Oh my gosh, lucky, <laughs> so, I know. Oh, I can't wait to see him. And I'm pretty sure Eric and Caitlin, I, well, Caitlin's been working down in Hawaii. I'm pretty sure right yes. now Eric is either visiting her or he just got... Oh, their trip looked so amazing. And it looked like Kate um, from Blue Ocean. She's the owner and captain at Blue Ocean, co-owner and captain. Yeah, she's like a total badass babe. I'm obsessed with her. I love her. Um, I was so lucky. I've seen their posts nonstop. Yes, I got to work (laughs) with her a a few times on Blue Ocean. When I was up in Monterey, I just like filled in as a naturalist. And Mm -hmm. she is she's awesome and the, I uh-huh. love the her boat I love the way that they run their company and mm-hmm. oh my gosh yeah she's just the best and so it looks like she went down there too oh um, what, what's her name Kate Cummins oh that sounds so familiar to she's me. a yeah she she's a captain for and she co-owns Blue Ocean Whale Watch okay. out of Moss Landing so oh, okay yeah I think I I think that's why it sounds familiar because I'm pretty sure I've heard it on the Whale Nerds <laughs> Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I think they've yeah. talked she's about so it. Cool. And she's like yeah. young and just, she's like my, it's so funny. I don't even know if I've ever like told her this. I doubt it, but she's like, <laughs> I look up to her. Like I Aww. so badly want my captain's license. It's been a goal oh, of wow. mine for years. And since I moved down to, well, at working in Newport beach, I've been 
trying to get more serious about it and I've been yeah. trying to count up my boat time hours for the past like five years oh wow and um yeah I don't know if we've been talking about this yet no you've never mentioned that that is so cool yeah it's something that I really want to do and so um not even counting all of the different research projects that I've done and not including my time on a whale watch in New Zealand either. I counted up my hours for the last like three years and I'm already at like 1800 hours of sea time, which is really exciting, but I don't know. It's, it's pretty complicated. So it's like, um, you have to take a log of like all your hours and you have to have a certain amount, like I want to say 700 and something days at sea to get your hundred ton captain's license, I believe. Oh my gosh. Okay. And um, that's a lot. And yeah. sometimes they say that like four hours equals a day at sea. Some people say eight hours is a day at sea. Um, so I'm not really sure exactly how to count up my boat hours to see how many days at sea I have. Okay. But there's, um, I want to say maybe Coast Guard um, station or something I can go to in Newport mm-hmm. and actually talk with the people who would be looking at my yeah. application. And then they could yeah. tell me like, exactly how I should count my boat time but that's really cool it is something that I'm really excited about and I want to potentially take my course this year so in 2020 I want to like take my course that definitely does not mean I'm going to be an active captain right yeah or boat driver because that's one step closer I mean why not definitely um but yeah it's something that I really want to do I think it would be so cool and I already know that i I have my dream career. Like I'm so fortunate. So, so fortunate. It doesn't get past me how incredible my job is and how much I Mm -hmm. love it and enjoy it. Um, And so I just feel like this is adding on another aspect of what I could do with my career. Like it just opens a lot more doors because I already know I want to be at sea. I want to be on a boat. I love it. I love the ocean. Duh. (laughs) Well, and who knows? Maybe someday you, when you have more experience and you get all that done, you could just own your own boat. Oh, totally. Totally. That's like a dream. And hire naturalists and photographers. And I mean, there's so much you can do with that. I mean, that's like the top. I mean, absolutely. Connect with so many different people. That's awesome. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know if Kate would ever listen, maybe someday <laughs> if we got big enough, but no, oh. I do love her and I think she's amazing. Yeah. So Aww. that'd be cool. That would be cool. So I think we should tell people a little bit about, I mean, my background's probably not honestly as interesting as yours. No, it so. is though. It's, <laughs> it is. And I want to hear everything, even if it's not marine biology related, just like mm-hmm. explain why you do love the ocean so much and like okay. your upbringing or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I just grew up in the Bay Area in California. That's where I was born. And then when I was a, all I remember is one thing I know is like, I don't have like one of those stories, like a lot of people do about, oh, I grew up next to the ocean and I Mm -hmm. used to go out with my family every single day and, you know, out to the beach. I don't really have that story, but I do remember going to like Santa Cruz a lot and I always loved it. We used to go to like the, the park area that they, the you know, the rides and everything. Mm, so I, I remember Santa going out there and I always had a blast. And I remember the moments with my dad and my sister and my mom, and it was always so much fun. And then just growing up, I think I just, in the background, it was always something I liked, but it wasn't something I always thought about to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I got older, we moved here. Uh, we moved out of the Bay area near the Sacramento Modesto area. And, um, 
So that's where I am currently. And I think I moved here when I was about seven or probably, no, probably eight or nine. And then I just grew up here. And it's, for those of you that don't know, it's about two and a half hours away from Monterey Bay. So <laughs> again, not something that I had on my mind 24 seven was, oh, I'm going to be a marine biologist. That was mm-hmm. not something that was always on my mind every day. Like I know a lot of people growing up by the ocean, you know, you're more prone to want to do that thing that, you know, go in that field. And honestly, it wasn't until oddly enough, it wasn't until I took, um, it was my freshman year and I was, it was a math class. I still cannot tell you why we were, we had to pick some type of project and I picked the subject of marine biology. I'm sure it has something to do with math, but I cannot even tell you what. Oh, there (laughs) is so much math in actual marine biology. (laughs) It was probably something to do with like mapping or Probably, yeah. Or, yeah, it had something to do with math, but I remember I picked marine biology. I honestly don't even know how, but I did. So looking back, I'm like, obviously, I loved it, or that's not something I would have picked right off the bat. Um, so I did that. And throughout high school, it was just, again, something that was in the back of my mind, but not something I was really thinking about. And then come, oh, I think it was my senior year. Um, I kind of changed courses. Um, I actually went into physical therapy for a while. Um, I went to a trade school, which not really going to get too much into because honestly, it was not a good choice for me to go into. It didn't benefit me much. And I kind of regret not just going to like the community college right away. Mm -hmm. I was trying to find that easy way out in physical therapy back then was a big, um, was a big thing. There was a lot of supposedly a lot of job opportunities, but, um, long story short, it didn't really work out. And I actually, um, became, uh, well, it was quite a few years later. I actually became a preschool teacher. Um, and that's what I am currently. And it probably wasn't until, oh gosh, it probably wasn't until five. No, it wasn't until about two years ago to where I was sitting down with, you know, my boyfriend at the time and he just straight up was like, you know what you want to do. And you know, you love marine biology. You need to go back to school if this is something you want to do. And I was so scared. I was talking about going back to school for a while and he's like, you just need to do it. So I did. Mm. I started my first semester and it's weird because I was so scared just to get, back into school because in high school I struggled Mm -hmm. I was one of those people where I would try but I would struggle um and I thought going into college that was gonna be like my mindset that I was just gonna fail Mm -hmm. and so I went back to I went I started my community college and I pretty much started acing all my classes, Mm. my mindset was completely different because I knew what I wanted the outcome to be. I Mm -hmm. was very passionate that I'm going into marine biology and your mindset just completely changes. And that's what I tell everyone. If you really want to go for it, you won't fail. Like you'll make sure that you are going to do everything you can to try to be the best in what you want to be. So that's what happened to me. And I started going back to school and it's tough because I'm still two and a half hours away from where I want to be, where I want to live. Um, but I'm constantly going to Monterey Bay, like mm-hmm. all the time. I'm constantly there, but it's still a struggle. And I think another reason why I wanted to start this podcast is because 
I want to feel connected to making a difference in marine biology and in just in that field in general. And even though I'm just still doing my, like right now, I'm still just trying to get my general ed done so I can transfer. And that way we can move to Monterey. Um, I want people to know that it's not impossible. And my husband has seen me struggle because I'm like, okay, I feel like I can't start a YouTube channel. I feel like I can't start a blog. I feel like I can't start a podcast because I don't live at, you know, near the ocean. And I'm sure in most cases for people, it's a lot, obviously it's easier for people to talk about it all the time when they're there constantly. But for me, it's not that case, but I'm just so eager to talk about it and to mm-hmm. tell people, well, if you truly want that, then nothing should stop you. And that is the main reason why I started this podcast. And even my husband was like, I'm so excited for you. He's like, this is, this is really big for you. And I told him, I go, I'm nervous because this is a big deal. This is like the first thing I've done in a very long time that has to do with my marine biology journey. And I go, I'm nervous, but I'm excited because it's my first time that I actually feel like this could be something, or even if it doesn't turn into a big thing, I mean, it's still going to help me. I mean, I'm also going to learn as we go when we mm-hmm. talk about our, you know, our topics. And me too. It's I going want that to... to be a big part of it. I would love to like use it as a learning tool for us. Exactly. As well. And I feel like that's like overall what, what bad thing could come out of it. I mean, we're exactly. going to be sitting here just chatting with people like they're right here with us and we're going to be educating people and just having fun with it. And I'm like, there's nothing really bad that can come from this. So why not just do it? And that's kind of where I'm at. I'm just right now I'm a preschool teacher taking nighttime classes, trying to get back into school again, because I did take a semester off because I got married and our honeymoon and it was just going to take so much time. I didn't want to just sign up for a bunch of classes and then fail them because I knew I wouldn't have the time for it. So that's kind of my mindset right now is I'm just kind of stopping everything that I was doing on the side that was in a sense, um, distracting me from what my main goal is. And that's continuing school and going into marine biology and hopefully continuing this podcast. <laughs> yes. I love that. Yeah. So and... it's, it's been a journey. Yeah. That's for sure. Even your side projects that you were working on though, like your art, which you're yeah. amazingly talented at, um, is marine biology themed. So like there's an underlying theme there mm-hmm. of like you can you know what you're passionate about and I love right. that. Yeah. So tell us about you because I, you know, we talked about things, especially when I met you, but I don't think I remember you talked a little bit about your schooling and whatnot, but we mm-hmm. never like went into full detail about like how you started it. So I'm really, really, really curious to hear like your full story I'm very very (laughs) curious yeah I mean okay so it has been quite a journey I have to Mm -hmm. say it's a journey that's been about a decade in the making since I graduated high school Mm -hmm. um but even before I graduated high school like you said you grew up inland and I grew up majorly inland as well Mm -hmm. um so we definitely have that in common where we didn't grow up next to the ocean I grew up in North Dakota is where I spent the majority of my life um prior to you know 18 so I Mm -hmm. went to middle school and high school there and it is it's like a at least two and a half day drive from 
from oh, wow. the nearest yeah. ocean. There's a part in North Dakota that's considered the geographical center of North America. So it's like the farthest you can get oh, from wow. the ocean. And so I really shouldn't be complaining that much. No, I'm only two and a half hours away. <laughs> no, but you know what? It's it doesn't matter. It it's it's the same, you know, right. like it, even people who live two hours inland, most mm-hmm. of them, I would say, have never been on a whale watch because two hours, wow. two days, like it's enough of that's an true. inconvenience to never go. It's yeah, so common. Um, but yeah, so we both grew up far from the ocean and mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know exactly where the spark came, but mm-hmm. I knew by sixth grade that I did want to do marine biology. Yeah. Um, I think it's because I did spend my my childhood until I was about seven in New Hampshire, and there are beaches there. There's one one or two beaches there. It's such a short <laughs> coastline, but um. So I know I would go to the beach as a kid, and I just remember maybe being like ten years old and getting a little orca toy, and I, that just like sparked Aww. something in me where I was like, oh my gosh, I love this thing more than anything I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> silly but yeah so then in sixth grade I knew I was like I'm gonna be a marine biologist whatever that meant to 12 year old me I don't know yeah <laughs> I knew I wanted to do something with whales or dolphins like oh. that was my main love just like you know every little kid growing up wants to oh, work at SeaWorld which I'm, sorry, oh, I'm not a yeah not that's a- actually something I totally forgot that I even mentioned that that was something that was on my mind when I was younger is I wanted to be a dolphin trainer yeah I mean every little yep. girl, girl growing up does yep but of course, once I realized like what, Ugh. what captivity is, I, I was immediately like, oh no yeah, same way. Mm-hmm. But, um, but anyway, that's, that could be a whole other podcast. Yeah. I was about to say, I've thought about that being an episode. At one yeah, point. totally. I, <laughs> it's something that really strikes a, like a passion in me. Um, yeah. so, so it would have to be handled delicately I guess just yeah I was thinking the same thing because it's very controversial and you don't want to I I do have strong opinions but yeah anywho anyways (laughs) yeah so anyway yeah so I knew I loved orcas and all that stuff but um so I figured it out about probably 18 that I was gonna move to the coast to study marine biology Um, so, and it was a big move. My dad lives out in New Hampshire. So Mm -hmm. I picked a college, um, about an hour and a half away from where my dad lived in Maine. And the reason that I chose that university, there's a few reasons. One, because it had both majors that I was super interested in, which was animal behavior and marine biology. So I did study a lot of animal behavior in my undergrad and I'm super interested in especially whale behavior it's Mm -hmm. so fascinating to me oh yeah but um so I I picked my university for those um programs that they offered but also because they had a uh like a marine mammal rehabilitation center on campus oh that's awesome so if there was like stranded seals and stuff like that then they would rehabilitate them along with sea turtles so it was really cool having that on campus it was this like little marine biology center so I had Mm -hmm. a lot of my classes there So that was really cool. Um, So that's where I went to college. And it was this beautiful campus right on the ocean. And um, me as an ignorant 18-year-old who had no idea what I was doing with, you know, finances, student loans, things like that. I totally dug myself into a massive hole by picking this college because 
I was, I really, really, really was naive. I had no idea what, you know, money was. I had no idea like what this student loan was going to do to me in the future. Like people tried to clue me in a little bit, but I didn't understand the full impact. And so I went to this private university in Maine. Um, I ended up going for three years. I did one year at a community college before Mm -hmm. I moved out to Maine. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am in a pile of student loan debt like it's it's absurd and I am paying for it majorly but Mm -hmm. at the same time I try to remember that I did end up getting my degree in something that I'm so passionate about and I do use my degree for my career you know so it's it's, I try not to think of it as a waste but I do wish that I was a lot more sensible about where I went how I did it the amount of time I did it Mm -hmm. in I would have done it like you, honestly, I would have taken my time and taken off a semester if I needed, you know, like that's such a smart way to do it. And going to community college for your generals, like that is so beneficial. And I wish I would have figured that out when Mm -hmm. I was there because I do have major loans, but anyway, (laughs) that's another. But honestly, it's so weird that you say that because on my end, it's like, okay, I, I think sometimes I catch myself almost getting embarrassed because I'm like, okay, I'm 28 years old and I'm still like in the starting point. It's like, I know I still have, I have so much more to, to learn and I have many years of school ahead of me. So part of me is like not getting any younger. And that's another reason I guess I could say that I started the podcast because I know I need to get more serious into it. But then, you know, I see other people, they're like younger than me and they're like, oh, I've already graduated. And I'm like mm-hmm. such a late bloomer into the field. And it's funny because I, I do regret like not starting my general ed years and years ago. But at the same time, when I do think about that, I think, well, at the same time, I didn't even know, let's say eight years ago that this is exactly what mm-hmm. I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, not as passionate as I am now. Yeah. So in a way, it's like, yes, I could have started my general ed, but who knows how much I would have had to change it or if I had yeah. to go back and do more classes because I, I still didn't know. Exactly. And I I feel that there's so much pressure put on young people, 18-year-olds, to figure out what they want to do with the rest of their lives. And I, you know, that is just too much pressure to decide yeah. when you're that young. So I think it's so, I, I love hearing when people go back to school at a later age mm-hmm. because like, there is no time limit. Everybody's on a different schedule. And that's, you know, that's what makes life beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Everybody do it at their own pace. So I yeah, think I commend true. you highly for going back to school. If I had to go back to school right now, oh my gosh, I know, <laughs> no, I don't. I have nightmares like all the time that I'm uh, still yeah. in school and I have oh. assignments due that I didn't do. Oh, it's a recurring nightmare. So I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> I commend you. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, I guess going off of like after college. So once I got my degree, I actually stayed in Maine for a year after my uh, graduating in 2014. And I worked, first of all, at an animal shelter, which was amazing. I loved it. It was so I don't know how you could do that. It's really hard. (gasps) It is really hard, but it is really, really rewarding. And yeah, it's such a cool, it's a cool field but anyway. it's a good learning experience I guess huh? yeah absolutely so I did that for almost a year and while I was doing that I was like shooting out my resume to different things I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do 
but I knew I wanted to do something with whales. Mm -hmm. It's just, I am obsessed with whales. I always have been. It's just my thing. And so I was doing all this research online and I found this mailing list called Marmam. Have you heard of that? Um, yeah, I, I haven't checked it out, but I've heard of it because yeah. Eric has talked about it oh. like, tons of times on, on their podcast. Yeah. Well, it's so handy. It's, it stands for Marine Mammal, like newsletter sort of thing. Yeah. And they post it. I actually haven't gotten an email in a long time, so I need to look into that. But okay. at the time I was getting many, many emails every hmm. single day. And all it is, is just different scientific articles that have been published in a journal okay. or different discoveries or different job openings, different mm-hmm. internship positions, all this stuff, all in the field of marine mammals, which is like totally up my alley. So I found a position. Well, I found a couple positions that I applied for. I actually had an interview <laughs> with this organization doing research in Turkey um, oh, wow. in the Mediterranean. So I had actually been accepted for that internship program where I was going to go um, and do research in Turkey. But oh I, had, but I also had an interview for a position in British Columbia, um, studying whales and, um, different species of whales there actually. So I, I was so lucky. I kind of had this choice and Mm -hmm. I would have loved more than anything to go to Turkey. But the reason I didn't is because it was more of sending out a boat and trying to discover if there were whales and dolphins in their area. So it was oh, more of like okay. trying to find different whales and dolphin species where the internship right. in Canada was guaranteed whales every day. It was insane. So anyway, that's what I ended up going with. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Um, and man, I feel like I could go on about this for like days. <laughs> I It was so cool and just a crazy experience. I mm-hmm. did whale research up in northern British Columbia on this totally deserted island except for like our our whale research hut and um I spent three months out there and I lived in a tent the whole time and we we like chopped our own wood and would spend weeks at a time out on this out camp with no running water um only solar panels that would give us like enough power for this for like a radio and yeah it was such a crazy experience but the whale like experience that I gained and just knowledge that I gained and like oh my gosh it was life-changing and I actually wrote a blog about my experience I don't know I think it's still floating around the internet if anybody's interested it's It's oh, yeah. called Wagging Tails to Whale Tails. And Wagging Tails is spelled T-A-I-L-S. And then Whale Tails is spelled T-A-L-E-S. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, if anybody's curious, I have Aww. a blog on there about that whole experience. And it was that pretty so wild. Cool. So, well, if I can get this, um, I'm going to try to find a way to get the recording on YouTube. Um, oh, yeah. That way, when I post it, I can kind of give I can give everybody that option because I know not everybody's going to want to download the Anchor app and we're not mm. on the Apple podcast yet. But I did get notifications that I believe we're on Spotify, some type of Google podcast and some okay. other things that I honestly I've never heard of. <laughs> okay. Um, But I'll try to, if I can get this on YouTube, which I'm sure I'll be able to, um, we can put like all the links to everything on there. So we'll, we'll, we'll get that too. And we'll put it in the description so people can go check that out and see your experience. Cause that's awesome. Yeah. And in another episode, I definitely want to hear about that. (laughs) Yes, I could, I could do honestly, every different position I've held, I could do an entire podcast on it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) 
Uh, so yeah, I could talk for days, but anyway. Um, so yeah, so I did that internship. It was amazing. I met, um, some of, some of my close friends that I still have today. Um, my friends, Fiona and Kara, we, uh, met there doing research and Sam and I don't know, a couple other people that were just incredible. But, um, so after I had finished my internship, I ended up actually moving back to North Dakota for a year because I didn't have any like marine biology jobs lined up. I mm-hmm. didn't really know what to do next. So I ended up going to visit my best friend, Marissa, who lives in Fargo, North Dakota. And okay. within a day of me visiting her, I had a job and an apartment lined up. <gasps> so like everything oh just <laughs> went fast forward. So I ended up moving to North Dakota for a year, which was really great too, because yeah. even it, it was just kind of me getting back on my feet and figuring out what my next move was going to be, trying to see if I could ever get a job right. in marine biology. So I spent that whole year like applying to different things. Just kind of taking a breather, I I would assume. Yeah, it was because it was my first time like being done with college as well, mm-hmm. like not really having a plan. So I actually wow. still haven't been back to Maine since I graduated college. <laughs> but anyway, so I lived in North Dakota. And while I was there, I was still in touch with my friend Fiona, who I had done the research with up in um, British Columbia. And yeah. she was actually, wor- she's British, but she was, she works down in New Zealand and she has now for like, I don't know, five <gasps> or six years, seven years. I don't know. But, um, she was working on a dolphin swimming boat. So they would take people out, oh um, gosh. in New Zealand to go swim with wild dolphins, dusky <gasps> dolphins. And so I applied to work at her job and I, had been in touch with them for a long time. And this again, could be a whole other podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was hard because in order to get the job, I had yeah. to be there for an in-person interview. So it was oh. a big commitment. I had to get rid of everything I owned, pack my oh bags my and move to New Zealand in the hopes <gasps> of getting a job. So I did. Um, so I spent my whole year in Fargo saving up to move to New Zealand. So I moved down there and well, okay. So like two days before I actually flew down, mm-hmm. <laughs> I ha- I got an email from the dolphin swim boat. I don't even really want to say what it's called because I had a pretty traumatic experience, but they told oh, me um, that they had hired somebody for the job <gasps> position already. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, so gosh. it was the most devastated I've been. And I was so beside myself I didn't even know if I should still go I didn't know what to do I um I had spent a semester in my undergrad studying abroad in Australia and when I was flying to New Zealand I had a layover in Australia so I just considered staying in Australia like not even going to New Zealand but anyway I decided to do it so I just Mm -hmm. went and not getting the job on dolphin on the dolphin boat (laughs) yeah was the best thing that ever happened to me truly because I ended up, I didn't even know this, that in the same town that the dolphin boat was on, there was a whale watch company. And for some reason, even though I'm obsessed with whales, Mm -hmm. I never even thought about working on a whale watch. (laughs) It never crossed my mind. And maybe it's because I hadn't gone whale watching since I was like, (laughs) I don't know, six, maybe. And so I applied never, ever, ever thinking I would get the job. But I did. And it was, it blew my mind. And so I landed my first whale watching job and I could tell, um, maybe in a later podcast, like why my qualifications did get me the job. Mm 
mm-hmm. um, and like what other people could do to potentially land a whale watching job because some of the things aren't what you would expect. Hmm. Um, like you have to be really good at public speaking. That's a huge right. part of it. Yeah. Um, because that is what the job is. Right. But anyway, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I got my first absolute dream job. I loved it. I loved the company I worked for, Whale Watch Tycora. Yeah. Shout out because I love <laughs> them. Um, but what happened when I was there was there was a massive earthquake. Um, oh. The second worst earthquake in New Zealand history. <gasps> it hit Kaikoura where I was working and oh, it no. totally devastated everything. Um, and the seabed rose like nine feet during the earthquake. So the next day our whale watching boats were literally sitting on the ocean floor, like on the rocks. So we were out of business for a while and the whale watch company ended up keeping us on as staff, but they paid us to do community service to pick up the town and get everything back up and running because Mm -hmm. if the town wasn't working, the whale watch you know, right. Yeah. Tourism and whatever. So I ended up doing a lot of just, um, community service type volunteer jobs and getting paid by the whale watch. But after doing that for about four months, I just, I was on a temporary work visa. So I didn't have, you know, forever to, to do that. So I ended up shooting out my resume again to different I honestly think I just Googled like best whale watch in the (laughs) U S and and applied. Um, no and I, I don't know, you know, if it's the best whale watch in the US. I have no idea. I, I don't yeah. even know what I Googled, but ended up just applying. And I think it, it was the only one that I had applied to. I can't remember. No. Okay. So I think I had applied to a job on San Juan Island. Um, oh, I want to go there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is, list. Oh, it's, you have to, we should go together. It's amazing. Oh, I'm down. Um, <laughs> yes. Let's do that. We should really plan a trip. Actually. I think Slater so... does trips out there, like photography trips and stuff. Yeah. So I, let's yeah. pick it up and figure that out. But anyway, yeah. um, so I was going to either work there, but I ended up getting a job on um, a different whale watching company in Washington. And so I moved to Washington from New Zealand. And you know and... what? I think that's where, when we met, I remember you mentioning Washington. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I ended up working there for a year. And so the reason that I decided to move out of there was just because it was the off season. There mm-hmm. weren't a lot of like was not a lot of business in um, like December and the okay. winter time. And I had a really hard ch- time finding other work there because mm-hmm. I lived in a really small town. Um, Port Angeles, Washington is where I lived. And okay, so I just couldn't really find work over the winter. So I ended up moving down to Monterey. And getting a job on Sanctuary Cruises, I just, oh luck of the draw, ran into Mike um, in the parking lot oh my and God. handed him my resume and, yeah, ended up getting a job that way. That's so awesome. Yeah, so I did that for another year. And I have to say, Monterey is, oh, it right. is just the best whale watching. It's Disney like all in one. It is. Like, like You get good weather. You get pretty much any time you go out there. I've never not once seen anything when I've yeah. been watching in Monterey, yeah, it's, it's always something. It now, is... there are times where it's like, okay, you might only see humpbacks for mm-hmm. a certain time of the year, and they might not be very active, because that mm-hmm. did happen to me once, to where I went, it was a couple of years ago, I actually took my good friend, and I was so excited to take her, and then we actually, this was before I ever even went through Moss Landing to go whale oh, watching, yeah. before I would always 
do it through Monterey. And we actually drove, or, you know, in the boat, all the way out to Moss Landing, which I think that takes, what, an hour? Like, at least. Two hours? Yeah, like, at least probably an hour drive, I would say. Yeah, I remember it was a really long time just to get to Moss Landing. There was a couple humpbacks. I think there was, like, two or three. They weren't very active, and they're like, all right, we got to head back. And I was like, no! I I was so sad. So I think ever since that trip, I I think that's really how I came about looking into Moss Landing. And sure yes. enough, I mean, yeah, you do see it. Like, if you go through Monterey, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I, I noticed that there's a lot of times when you go out through Moss Landing, they're just right there. So Moss amazing. Landing is this hidden gem. Like, when you mm-hmm. drive into Moss Landing, it looks like this rundown ghost Right. Town, not going to lie. <laughs> it's out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And, like, gravel roads, I think. But once you get there, it is mm-hmm. the best whale watching, I swear, in the world. Yeah. Like, Moss Landing, the Monterey Bay Canyon starts the minute you leave Moss Landing Harbor. And right. so you are right there where mm-hmm. all of the action is happening. Yep. It, it, it is where the Monterey boats go to see yeah, a lot so of it's the like times. Now, so Blue Ocean is out of Moss Landing Sanctuary. Yeah. There's, I think, Sea Goddess. There's a few. It's changing yeah. around, but everybody's just starting to realize that, oh yeah. my gosh, Moss Landing is like where you need to be. Yeah, exactly. So. And I started noticing that and I'm like, okay. And that's why I actually started, I think that's pretty much how I came about seeing your Instagram Mm -hmm. and then you told me about uh, sanctuary cruises and then I started looking that up and then I was like oh wow they're you know right there and then that's honestly that's how I started doing uh wheel watching out of Moss Landing I still like the last time I actually the last two times that I went wheel watching I um I did it with the discovery which is where uh Mm -hmm. Slater Eric and Caitlin used to work um and I went, and their boat's awesome, too. Their staff is amazing. Uh, and I've met Eric on there, I think, twice already. And um, so the last two times I went out there. But Moss Landing, oh, my gosh. I've had the the really good experiences on the, out there, especially when not many boats are out there and the water's calm. I think the best picture I've ever gotten from a breaching humpback was out for Moss Landing. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's I know. Awesome. It's, it's, like, magical. Uh-huh. But, um, oh my gosh, so we're already like, (laughs) I know, almost like 50 minutes in. So I'll just like tell you what I do now and then I'll just kind of wrap up my, how I got to kind of where I am, Mm -hmm. I guess. But so, yeah, so after, um, I worked in Moss Landing for a year, I, again, it was winter time. It was quieting down and me and my boyfriend and our, our dog, our situ, our living situation was just like, mm-hmm. not the best. We were living in a camper. Oh, no. We lived in a camper for a year and it was like the roof was leaky and it was just, oh, whatever. it was a lot. Oh. So we didn't really know what to do. So we ended up moving back to North Dakota for a year. The reason we had to stay a year, we were planning on only staying the winter time, which ugh, mm-hmm. North Dakota in the winter time is so awful. But, <laughs> um, but then we had to sign a lease because of our dog and whatever so we ended up living there for a year and um by the time the end of the year came around and our lease was expiring we both were like Mm -hmm. oh we can't do another winter here so um my boyfriend let's get out of here yeah my boyfriend Cameron his mom lives in Long Beach so we were like hey like let's move to Long Beach you know it's beautiful weather so while we were still in North Dakota I just again sent out my resumes to some companies in the area and I ended up getting a job that I didn't even know was um available. So mm-hmm. I sent out my application or my, you know, my resume and my cover letter, just asking if they had any positions open. 
Yeah. And I got a phone call from my boss, Jessica, saying that they did have a position open, but it was a little bit different than what I applied for, but she just wanted to see yeah. if I would be interested. Oh, okay. And the job is basically a nat- like a naturalist, like what I've been mm-hmm. doing, but also an education coordinator and like an educate just like an educator so I coordinate with schools like high schools preschools whatever um all the schools (laughs) and youth organizations to try to get big groups of kids out whale watching and then I go on the boat with them and teach them about whales so yeah it is an amazing job I've been here only about a month and a half and I love it I could totally see myself here as like a long-term career (laughs) um so yeah so it took me like you know 10 years to find somewhere that I want to be long term but man I feel really fortunate now awesome yeah so I want you to tell me so bad to come I know the fact that you can like reach out and you have so much opportunity other than just being on the boat I find that's that's so cool I know and I I'm so thankful to Jessica my boss for seeing like you know potential in me for doing a job like like this it's a little bit different than what I've done but she makes me feel valuable and I'm Mm -hmm. so thankful for her because she's basically told me like I finally reached a point where I do have experience now and I I do have, you know, things that different organizations want in a Mm -hmm. candidate or whatever. And I've always felt kind of like I still had to like beg, you know, to be on a boat. I had to like, 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 I'll I'll do anything, you know, just give me boat time. But Mm -hmm. she said I've like kind of earned it and I appreciate that. And it's going to feel good. Yeah. So I really like this job that I have. Yeah. That's really cool. I can't, I, I already told Christian, uh, my husband, I was like, um, so I think we should try to plan a trip to Long Beach soon so I can go see yes! Erica. <laughs> oh my gosh, please do. Aren't we like six hours away or something? I think so. I think we're, yeah, I, I don't think it's, I mean, it's like less than a day. I mean, it's not that bad. <laughs> Ooh, less than a day. <laughs> we can just find, we can just find a pet friendly Airbnb and I told yes. her, I mean, I once we'll pack up the dogs and I was like, we'll find an Airbnb. We'll have a nice relaxing weekend. And then I'll just go whale watching with Erica. Yes. You know what? Oh my gosh. You should say, well, it's really expensive down here, but Huntington beach is so nice. And they have this beautiful dog beach. We Aww. could take all our pit bulls to the <gasps> beach. Oh my gosh. I'm so down. <laughs> I know me and Kirstie are both pit bull so mommies. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like we talked about so much already. I know. Holy cow. And it was only on like for... two topics. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, I don't think we're going to have a problem with um, doing nope. a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, oh, that was fun. I mean, it's this been like fun. 53 minutes. So hopefully I, oh if people yeah. care, <laughs> yeah, they're still and listening. We'll see. Yeah. I honestly, this just in episode one, I love it already. I love the fact that we can be so open with people and if you guys are interested and wanting to hear more, I mean, we're going to be talking about so much more and you guys can, um, uh, follow us on our social medias, which obviously once I get everything up and running, I'll post everything down there for everyone to follow us on. And I want to create a new Instagram. So I'm probably just Mm going to call it the ocean lover podcast. Yeah. Um, 
I like I like it because it's just so broad and that we I feel like we don't have to like talk about one specific thing each time. Exactly. And, I I like it too. When I first heard it, I was like, I don't know, is it is it like yeah. specific enough? But you know what? It's so simple and I love it. And it's like we yeah. are ocean lovers. Right. And yeah. People who want to listen to us are probably ocean lovers. So it's just yeah. easy. I like it. Yeah, I I I felt the same way at first. I'm like, oh, it's kind of simple. I'll try to think of something else, but honestly, I haven't been able to think of anything else. And I also, because you just said that, I like it because even if somebody's not wanting to go in the same career fields as like what we're doing or what, you know, Mm -hmm. anything marine biology related, I mean, there's people out there, out there that just love going to the ocean. And then I feel like just having that name, it's like, it could call out to those people as well that are just curious about listening to girls and whoever else wants to come on our podcast talk about all this cool stuff I mean my friend I have a really good friend Renee and she's not in any way going into the career that I am Mm -hmm. but she's already sent me a list she's like okay I like jellyfish can you talk about this I know nothing (laughs) about them she's like octopus she's like what are they like and so it's like encouraging me because I'm like you know what that's a good question now I want to look this up and I feel like this podcast is a good way to answer those questions for people that have them for us um and even challenge ourselves like should we yeah should, it could be a challenge to like write an entire podcast about you know exactly. octopus. I don't yeah. know enough to, about octopus to talk about them for an hour but I oh, would yeah, love to learn <laughs> yeah and that's why I love it it's like okay this is gonna this is gonna push me to want to learn more and that's a, another reason why even my husband was like I think this is really good because you know I am just now getting back to into schooling and into my career and my passion and what better way than to start trying to educate myself along with educating others because I don't want to give everybody the wrong information obviously Mm -hmm. so I yeah I just love it so far and I'm so glad that you're doing it with me I'm so so happy I mean who would have thought I know I would have thought too so yeah so so I guess we should maybe wrap it up but do it yeah but yes, thank you so much for thank actually, you. you know, putting this in motion. I, oh my gosh, like that's, that was really cool of you to do. So yeah. thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for doing it. Thank you for texting me a couple months ago, randomly. I still remember that point where you texted me and I don't, I, I'm pretty sure I was laying in bed and I was like, I turned over to my husband and I was like, Christian, Erica just reached out to me. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And she's like reaching out to me about oh. wanting to do a possible co- podcast. I was like, I'm not even like as far as where she is. And she's reaching out to me. I was like, oh my gosh, I was so ecstatic. And then ever since you reached <laughs> out and you started talking about, you know, you wanted to do the blog and then we were t- mm-hmm. kind of going from there because I did try that a little bit too. Mm-hmm. And I, I just feel like this podcast, I mean, as much as I tried doing the blog and who knows, maybe down the road someday I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like sitting here talking about it, not having the pressure to making sure it's perfect. Yes. It's just so much better. Like, I just love it. I it's completely awesome. agree. I would, I would overthink if I, yep. you know, tried to write about it. So yeah, just free flow <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And I think your ideas are so valuable and I love to hear your side of things as a student and just, you know, mm-hmm. as a, a ocean lover. So yeah. Yeah. So I was just so impressed by all of these projects that you handle and Aww. yeah. So I'm so excited to do this with you. 
Me too. Yay. All right, you guys. So if you guys want to hear more, definitely, um, I think on this app, if you guys want to download the Anchor app, you can listen to it on here. And I'll definitely try to put it on YouTube. I think we're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, which I, I just put it on there. And I think the Apple um, podcast, it's still having to be approved, which I expected it to take a while. So that's not a shocker. But I think YouTube would honestly probably be the best. If people don't have all these apps, they can go on there. And we'll try to link our social medias and all of that. And I'll create a new Instagram as well. So that'll be there. Yes. And thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys have made it this far, 58 minutes in, that <laughs> is incredible. <laughs> it's the people that really love us. <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys so much. This episode was honestly a lot of fun and I can't wait to do more. Me too. All right. Thank, thank you, so you much, guys. Christy. Okay. Bye. Bye.